welcome to Life with Hula, the podcast. Hi, my name is Hula, and yes, I am a podcaster here in San Diego, born and raised, and I was a former radio personality. Um, Unfortunately, I lost my job at the beginning of the year, but now I'm doing this daily podcast. I was so used to just sharing my life and my stories and information with people on the radio that when I got laid off, I was like, what am I doing with my life? Why am I not being more creative? So I ended up joining TikTok, and then I ended up deciding to do a podcast, and I shared my weight loss journey and then talked about my special needs daughter. But now I I do the same thing, but I also inform people about things going on in the country um, as well as putting my two cents in. So I'm that guy. I'm the guy that is always like, hey, did you hear about? And then whatever finishes that sentence. So I appreciate you tuning in to Life with Hula, the podcast. If you're a new listener and you're listening on iHeart or iTunes or Spotify, do me a favor and hit subscribe. I would love that follow. And if you're one of my OG listeners from back in the day, thank you so much for tuning in to Life with Hula. Today's Tuesday show is jam-packed. I've got a hilarious uh, moment of pure happiness story about this little boy uh, and what he found stuck up his nose. It's actually pretty hilarious. I have the five new TV shows you should be watching this week. I've got your theme park news. Of course, I've got a weight loss check. We got to check in with that. But as always, I have things to keep you in the know. So if you're in San Diego, it looks like San Diego is slated to exit the COVID-19 watch list today. It looks like today. Uh, County health officials say that San Diego should be removed from California's COVID-19 monitoring list today, but the biggest challenge will be to remain off the list for the next two weeks. The county reported a rate of 89.9 positive cases per 100,000 people, along with 282 new positive cases Monday, uh, raising the region's total to 34,960 cases. No new deaths were reported, and the total number of deaths remains at 626. So of those 599, or 96%, that had underlying health conditions that contributed to their deaths, um... 27 cases or 4% of fatalities had no known underlying health conditions. Um, With that being said, state health officials told uh, county officials that San Diego County's uh, rate of COVID-19 infection has been at or below 100 cases per 100,000 residents for three days as of Monday. So Tuesday, the county will be removed from the state monitoring, monitoring list. After an additional 14 consecutive days below the number, K-12 through schools could potentially reopen for in-person teaching depending on individual school districts' uh, metrics, which is great news for a lot of people who are um, social, distance, social distance learning from home. County officials first reported that San Diego dropped below 100 cases per 100,000 residents um, last Wednesday, and the rate has remained below that since. So looks like we're doing great here in San Diego, everyone. Just continue wearing your mask, continue washing your hands, continue staying at home if you can. Um, So if we do our, if we are removed from that uh, list, you know, schools can be somewhat back in session if that's, you know, something that you're looking forward to, which I am, to be honest with you. It's hard working at home and having kids and now social distance learning and still trying to work my job. That's, That's impossible for me. I'll be honest with you because how am I supposed to, be there with my special needs daughter who you know for four hours in the morning who needs me to sit there with her because if I walk away and start working she's gonna walk away from the computer 
that's just very impossible for people like me. And I'm sorry, I have to be selfish because that's what I deal with. I mean, I want my daughter to get a great education and I want her, you know, I have to be physically there by the computer, by her sitting there. If I walk away, she walks away as well. So I'm looking forward to, you know, schools going back in session for somewhat of a period. Um, that's just my two cents. <laughs> Your next story to keep you in the know, it looks like there's a list out on who may be affected by rotating outages here in San Diego. Um, I mentioned it in yesterday's show that San Diego Gas and Electric is doing uh, rotating power outages. If you uh, didn't get any um, yesterday, then you should be thankful. Um, it says that more than 100,000 customers could lose power during the outages, which are designed to help alleviate high energy demand. Um, looks like uh, the California Independent System operator ordered SDG&E and other utilities across the state to begin the rotating outages just before 4 p.m. on Monday. Um, communities located in the high fire threat districts uh, are subject to the public safety power shutoffs are excluded from the rotating outages as are critical facilities such as hospitals, police, uh, and fire stations. Um, rotating outages occur in grid blocks pre-approved by state regulators. You can see if you're affected um, by finding your circuit number on your paper bill under the electric service section or on the SDG&E app or website. Um, I'm looking at all of this stuff right now. Um, so like I'm in Escondido, it says 518 is my circuit number. Um, I guess I have to look to see, there's different numbers on here. So like if you live in Mission Bay, it's 545, San Marcos 295. If you're in Oceanside, 194, Mira Mesa 435, Torrey Pines 846. So there's different like numbers, I guess, that correspond. So you'll have to go on the website to see if you're going to be affected by a rotating power outage. And your last story to keep you in the know, um, shocking, it looks like three producers exit Ellen DeGeneres' show amid workplace complaints. Um, they've exited um, due to allegations of a dysfunctional workplace that harbored misbehavior, including sexual misconduct and racially insensitive remarks. Wow. Executive producers Ed Glavin and Kevin Lehman and co-executive producer Jonathan Norman have parted ways with the long-running daytime series, according to a spokesperson for Warner Brothers, um, said yesterday. An internal company investigation of claims about the show was prompted by a BuzzFeed News report in July based on 36 interviews with ex-staffers who complained about or said they witnessed improper and unfair treatment. Most of the allegations were tied to executive producers and senior managers, including Glavin, Lehman, and Norman. The people making the claims against them were not identified. A representative didn't immediately respond for a request to a request for comment, um, so just FYI on that. In statements to BuzzFeed News um, after the July 30 story was published online, uh, Lehman denied any of uh, kind of sexual impropriety, and Norman said he uh, categorically denied the accusations. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres informed staff of the shakeup on Monday in a video conference call, according to Variety, which reported the development. She said she found claims that the show's environment to be heartbreaking, the trade publication said, citing unidentified sources. Wow, this is just imploding. Like, what is happening? 
Um, so is that mean her show is going to be still not happening? Is it going to happen? Do you, do you think she can survive this? Um, because it was, it seems like it's really producers. It's not really on her. Does she have blood on her hands? What do you think? Do you think that Ellen's going to be blamed for this? Do you, will you go back and listen to Ellen DeGeneres? Um, if you were a, a fan of hers, um, will you be watching? I don't know. Those are your stories to keep you in the know. All right, so now it's time for my weight loss check. Um, I might have mentioned, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday's show, I had gained a pound. Um, it is what it is. Um, it's very sad. Or did I lose a pound? I can't remember. I think I gained from, was it Saturday or Sunday? It's been such a blur. But let's just say <laughs> that I am on day 25 of this weight loss journey. I've got 15 more days to go. Um, I've lost another pound um, today, um, no, not today, yesterday, so, um, let me see, I'm sorry, I should have, I, I always say this, I should have calculated ahead of time, but I didn't, so as of starting the weight loss journey on July 25th, I was 241.4 pounds, today, or yesterday, I was 227.4, so that's a significant amount of weight, uh, that I've lost, I'm trying to stall, 241.4 minus 227.4 equals 14 pounds, people, I am 14 pounds down, the goal is for 20 pounds to be down by the end of this 40-day intermittent fast that I'm doing, um, so yeah, I'm super happy, I've got six more pounds to go in 15 days, will I be able to make this, I don't know, we'll see, it's, it's getting to crunch time right now, so wish me some luck, and that is your weight loss. Oh, no, I shouldn't say that's your weight loss check. There's something that is really cool that I forgot to mention uh, yesterday. Um, so if you follow me on social media, uh, it's Hula SD. If you don't, H-U-L-A-S-D on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Snapchat, and TikTok. Um, I posted a video of um, my wedding ring. It's my actual wedding ring. I am Catholic, and so this wedding ring is blessed um, I haven't worn it almost like for three years because I had gained so much weight. Um, I have worn um, like this rubber band thing. It's not like a rubber band, but it's like a lot of uh, it's wedding rings that people get if they work construction or they don't want to ruin their ring. It's like made out of silicone or something. Um, so I wore that. And it looks like now, um, as of a couple days ago, I was able to put on my actual wedding band. It's a little snug still, but it does move around. It's not like stuck. Um, and plus it's warm outside. So I feel like a lot of um, the heat is keeping a lot of moisture in my system. Um, but with that being said, I was able to put on my wedding ring. So now I can wear my, my OG wedding ring. I'm stoked. Um, and I posted on social media and everybody loved it. And it's great. It's a, it's a good reminder that there's a reason why I lost the weight because I'm able to wear my wedding band again. My actual wedding band, not one that I purchased because I was getting fat. Um, anyways, that is now your weight loss check. All right. I've got your five new TV shows that you should watch this week if you love TV and you want some recommendations. This is uh, These shows are streaming this week beginning uh, yesterday. Um, so this week on Netflix, if you are a Netflix viewer, you should watch Lucifer season five, um, stars Tom Ellis. Um, it's a DC comics drama. Um, you can watch all five seasons if you like in the fifth season. It looks like Lucifer, the devil has returned from a sojourn battle in hell a few thousand years. 
Um, the big installment this season is a Noir-themed black-and-white episode set in Los Angeles during the 1940s. Longtime fans will no doubt get a kick out of it. So if that's your thing, watch it. Um, start streaming on August 21st. Um, if you're also still on Netflix and you like the show uh, Hoops, you should definitely watch that. It's adding another entry to the adult animated series canon this week. Um, if you like Bojo Horseman or Bojack Horseman, Big Mouth, Disenchantment, and F is for Family, Hoops is going to be something you'll want to see. It's about failing school basketball coach and divorcee Ben Hopkins, who is in the shadow of his far more successful father and has to kick his team into shape to save his job. That will be streaming um, on August 21st. Um, and again, Netflix. Netflix is hot this week. It looks like there's a show called High Score, which actually looks interesting to me. Um, it looks like it's the lack of good gaming documentaries from tradi traditional media companies uh, probably speaks to their lack of understanding about the form. Games are bad for you. Jokes are living in your parents' basement and so on. Now through Netflix is a credible punt on tackling the history of games, starting with Pac-Man and the like, before getting to tastier stuff like Sonic the Hedgehog and Star Fox on SNES. Um, you can watch that on Netflix August 19th. Um, if you are a Disney Plus fan and you have that, you can watch the one and only Ivan. It's the latest Disney Plus movie about a gorilla who's taken from the wild and raised as part of a circus. If you're worried that this is going to be like Dumbo with a gorilla, um, it's not. The only, the one and only Ivan looks a little lighter than that. Uh, it has a talking dog. And the live action cast includes Breaking Bad's Brian Cranston. And that's going to start streaming on Disney Plus um, August 21st. And then we have, last but not least, HBO has The Vow. HBO's latest documentary series is about... Um, a cult which unraveled when its founder Keith Ranieri was jailed for a minimum of 15 years based on charges of racketeering and sex trafficking. Among the stranger elements um, of this cult was the involvement of Smallville actress Allison Mack. I remember that. She played Chloe on the show, which pleaded guilty for two racketeering charges. Um, you definitely, I'm going to watch this, I think. Um, the series, though, I I'll say it's called the NXIVM Cult. Um, that's the name of the cult, and it will be streaming on HBO Max on August 23rd. I don't have HBO Max, but I think I found a reason why I should get it. And those are the top TV shows you should watch this week. All right, for all my theme park fans, I've got your theme park inside news. Um, let's start with Six Flags Magic Mountain. It looks like they've announced their new Halloween event for 2020. They are going to do a revised Fest Halloween event. Um for several of its theme parks for this year. It looks like Hollow Fest will run weekends through November 1st at the following parks. Six Flags Great Adventure, September 18. Six Flags Fiesta Texas, September 19. Six Flags Over Georgia, September 19. Six Flags Over Texas, September 26. Six Flags St. Louis, October 3rd. And Six Flags America, October 3rd. Aw, it doesn't look like Six Flags Magic Mountain's gonna have it in California. Um, hours may vary by park and date, but generally are 1 to 9 p.m. or 2 to 10 p.m. Reservations will be required and available now on the Six Flags website for most parks. Um, theme parks across the country have been canceling or revising their Halloween due to the pandemic. With no way to safely host large crowds of people in confined spaces, parks have had to drop plans for haunted houses and mazes. Um, so that's why I remember telling you guys that Universal and Cedar Fair 
um, can or no, it was Universal Studios canceled their ha Halloween Horror Nights, and Not Scary Farm is canceling theirs as well. So it looks like Six Flags is going to go with a modified event. Um, they're not going to feature any indoor houses or shows. Um, it looks like they're going to have daytime activities. will include a trick-or-treat trail, family-friendly Halloween shows, and Halloween-themed treats, decor, and merchandise. After Dark's parks will roll out the fog machines and scare actors for scare zones as well as special rides on select coasters. So that's cool. Um, they'll be starting to do a little bit of a difference. Um, again, not sure about Six Flags um, Magic Mountain and Discovery Kingdom in California or Six Flags Great America in Illinois or Six Flags New England in Massachusetts, but you never know. It could happen. Your next insider story is Knott's is making the punniest ride of the year. Um, Knott's Berry Farm's new ride for 2020 was supposed to be Knott's Berry, it's B-E-A-R dash Y Tales, returned to the fair, a revival of its classic Knott's Berry Tales dark ride with a new interactive twist. The ride was supposed to debut, but now it's on hold. Um, Knott's and other theme parks in California, of course, the pandemic has really closed all of California theme parks. Um, Knott's is leaning into puns with these names, so we've already met the ride's main character, Boyzen Berry, and his sister, Girlson Berry. Um, this week, Knott's showed us a new character. It's Boysen's wife who helped bake the boysenberry pies that will be the catalyst for the ride story. Fitting for the professional baker, Boysen's wife's name will be, wait for it, Mary Berry. Mary Berry. So Knott's is doing this whole, like, new ride that you'll hopefully get a chance to see when it reopens. Um, it's very punny. <laughs> it's called Knott's Berry Tales. Um, so yeah, should be fun. And your last insider story for the theme parks is new Disney theme park series is going to debut on Disney Plus. Yay, I have Disney Plus. Um, following the successful run of the Imagineering story, the Disney Plus streaming service is about to launch a new series about the Disney theme parks. This time, it's the animals of Walt Disney World that will get starring roles. National Geographic's Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom will debut September 25th on Disney+. Plus. This eight-part series narrated by Josh Gad will show some of the more 5,000 animals from more than 300 species that live at the Disney Animal Kingdom theme park, Disney Animal Kingdom Lodge, and the Seas with Nemo and Friends attraction at Epcot. Filmmakers use underwater camera systems, custom-built GoPro mounts, and an 18-foot crane to capture images of Disney's animals, as well as the animal care team that watches after them. Uh, more information about the shows will happen when we approach the premiere date. So again, make sure you get to watch that um, when it comes out on Disney+. Plus. It's going to be called uh, Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, and it will be on Disney+. Plus. So get ready for that. And those are your, your theme park insider news. All right, it's time for your moment of pure happiness. This story is a story that I love um, because I love sharing like heartwarming or funny stories at the end of the show just to kind of leave you with a smile. And this one is pretty hilarious. Um, a boy blows his nose and finds a Lego stuck up his nostril that has been there for two years. Um, so New Zealand, this happens in New Zealand. <laughs> By the way, a little boy uh, told his parents he lost a small Lego piece up his nose. His story was confirmed when the big sniff of a cupcake turned painful. Um, the dad, Mudesir Anwar of Dundon, New Zealand, 
said that his seven-year-old son, Samir, admitted to his parents in 2018 that he slipped in a tiny piece of popular plastic building set up his nose. He slipped in a, a piece up the nose. We tried our best to bring it out, but nothing came out, says Anwar. The concerned couple took Samir to a doctor who also failed to locate it, telling the family that she, the Lego would likely wind up in the digestive tract and pass through it on its own. According to Anwar, he says Samir never complained of pain or discomfort and then eventually forgot about the incident. Um, until this past weekend, Samir was given a cupcake and took a deep sniff to the sweet treat when he um, actually felt a tinge of pain in his nose. He reportedly told his parents he thought he inhaled crumbs from the cupcake. Um, they said his wife, Anwar said his wife helped Samir blow his nose and out came a black plastic piece, which appears to be a Lego character's hand complete with a bit of fungus on it. Gross. His father recalled uh, wide eyed Samir saying, mom, I found the Lego. You were telling me it wasn't there, but it was there. <laughs> and that is your moment of pure happiness. It was there. See, it was there. That's what he was yelling. Anyways, that is today's show. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. That was pretty funny at the end. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to Life with Hula. If you are a new listener and you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, or iHeartRadio, do me a favor and hit uh, subscribe. And that way you can hear it every morning when I drop a new podcast. Um, also, if you want to find me on social media, you can search Hula SD. That's H-U-L-A. SD as in San Diego, and you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and Twitter. And uh, yeah, I'll follow you back. Other than that, um, you guys have an amazing day. Stay cool out there because it's going to be hot, and uh, I will catch you later. Thanks for tuning in to Life with Hula, the podcast. <laughs>